0: Street. But they always tryna dance me. Same guy's tryna get in my way. Keep the same vibe, you can ruin my day. All my buses a mystery. Ride the wave of my history. I've been distant to keep my distance. Goodbye to evolving life. I like to seek, but I'm never inside Even though I'm a to write, I like to care, but I never reach fight. Bringing my ways like I never did say. And then I roll like I really get back, And you can't believe heard about me. Is there magic for me? They keep trying to reach me again. Yeah, yeah. Is the magic for me? I make them weak till they run insane. So get me late on a wee day. I'm on a way, i am going ways on a display. And I'ma shut them all down on D day. It's my time, so put me on a replay. City won't drive me, all girl, and wanted them All this girl, he said it won't break. All girl, he said it won't All this girl, he said it won't break. All this girl, he said it won't me. All girl, I want to I don't And I have no friends and you condescend, but I really want rescue. Even though, bro, I can let you go, but I really want to show that you really can't test me. Even on the days when they trying to harass me, but you live a lie, there's no way you can get me. Piss them off, they lock me up in a then they shock them when they see me on the telly. You know I'm a vibe and I run, as usual. I the only come around just to make it, and I can shake things, but I break it. You name it, boy. I won't care for the things that you do I could turn and let everyone try me Cause you're never gonna get what's for me
1: Crew Season Podcast we are back again. This is episode 71. 71.
2: 71.
1: We are missing a couple of fellas today. Kenny T couldn't make it, Smooth couldn't make it, but again, still got to show up and you know give y'all what y'all what y'all asked for, man. I think it's going to be a dope episode today. OT is in the building though. Yes sir You more
2: concerned About them hoes Than your wealth That shit is bad For your health (laughs) Shout out My nigga (laughs) currency
1: It's about right Y'all have seen him On previous episode Red is in the building Today What it do
3: You have to call In the reserves You know what I'm saying When you need that that Bitch player to come in And put up 40 (laughs) I show up and so
2: I so hot. Wrong out. one, wrong one. Not a- <laughs> 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 go put up forty shots. <laughs> the whole better go with now
1: with you. Oh my god. Oh, we have a very interesting docket today. Um Right As a Matter of fact, right before we set out and do this, we got blessed with a story. Boosie and Lil Niles. We've touched on this story in the past and they've been kind of going back and forth on uh You know, Boosie has said some things about the LGBTQ community, uh, Lil Nas specifically, Um, as far as like him not liking how, you know, he's out here representing and kind of pushing this quote unquote gay narrative on kids and, you know, the youth and everything like that. That's the issue that Boosie takes now. Boosie is a hood dude, so he got a colorful way of saying things and that offends a lot of people. Obviously, so he's been under, you know, fire for that or whatever the case may be. And him and Lil Nas X been kind of trolling each other back and forth. But I think um, recently Lil Nas X, like, said something uh, jokingly about, like, them being on a song together or something like that. <clears throat> and Boosie took offense to that. So he went to his Twitter. I'm just going to read the tweet. And I want to get y'all response. <laughs> uh, Boosie say, stop trolling me, faggot. Say, you a whole bitch playing with a gangster. Shaking my head You can keep sucking dick And getting fucked in the ass mm. And peace And Oh in peace And you hate yourself I would too If I was you Nas X If you commit suicide You would do this world A huge favor Nobody wants you here In all caps That's wild
2: God damn Boosie to get this shit removed
3: Boosie he God. trying to get... He trying to get... <laughs> he trying to get
2: cancel canceled, canceled. <laughs> but he don't give a fuck because he's not going to get canceled. God damn, man. That's the fuck... I mean, I ain't going to say fucked up part, but uh-huh. like, Boosie got a fan base that like makes him almost like invincible. So he is fucked up, but he really can say what the hell he want to say. And he going to have a lot of backlash from it. And he know he going to have backlash from it. But that's not going to change his pocket.
3: Yeah, but I mean... And there's, there's there's just ways to just go about this kind of shit, man. Like you don't to to tell you trying to tell somebody to to kill and, themselves. And that shit was saying? yeah, like, it was a little extreme. That's that's like hella extreme. Like you can you can disagree with you know what I'm saying somebody's views on life. Like that's cool. You know if you of course y'all don't have the same views, y'all don't have the same uh, I don't want to say goals, but y'all y'all just don't do things the same. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But you know what I'm saying this. That's that's just hella extreme, bro. Like you don't you don't have to tell nobody to kill themselves. Like I mean to me, I, I wouldn't say Lil Nas X hates himself because, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, no way that he does. I I feel like, you know what I'm saying, the way that he's trolling that that's like on a whole nother level. And he's probably enjoying this. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's he like shit, keep going. This that's just giving me more publicity. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna give me more streams. In he called him a faggot like you know what I'm saying, like twenty years ago, you wouldn't wasn't nobody gonna be mad about you using that word, but mm-hmm. now you know what I'm saying in this this time in this sensitive community, you know you can't offend certain people, I mean, I don't say you can't it's just there's people who gonna get offended, and they gonna come out with the you know the sticks and the fire, and they try to Get your canceled, things like that. So, I mean, it's just that's just a lot.
1: Yeah, man. I was I was looking at it, and I I see it just like as two trolls just going back and forth, having a good time. Essentially, um, I don't really think neither one of them cares about what outside perception is of them. Oh, you can just sure. tell by how they how they move. Lil Nas X just leans into the jokes, to where it's mm-hmm. like in the past, you know, people that you know was. um not, not even necessarily gay, but, like, just on that side of jokes or on that side of, like, getting ridiculed or backlash. They would kind of, like, get in their feelings and kind of get serious or whatever. But Lil Nas X has been joking throughout the whole thing. It's like he he feeds off this kind of thing. He's, you know, whatever. And Boosie is the same way. Like, he's going to troll. Like, that's why he put a big-ass LOL in the middle of that tweet I just put. Because he, he know what's coming. But he just don't care. He just, this is just two elite trolls that are clashing. In terms of what he said, is is it wrong? Sure. I mean what I mean, I think that's common sense. But <laughs> as far as like the the repercussions of it, I mean it's not gonna be any different than the repercussions he's been getting for it. Yeah. And he's been
2: able to deal with that, so It ain't like he with nobody really. Right. He ain't got no sponsors or nothing like that. So uh, I mean nothing getting pulled from him. I mean Boosie is
1: from the hood, man. And he makes his money on doing his shows. Putting his music out, doing his shows. His fans are still gonna come to the shows. They his fans are not Lil Nas X fans. Boosie's from the hood. Boosie
2: man. Bash. Yeah. All shit
1: it's like still packed. It's still all of that. Like Boosie just has I don't know, he's like kinda isolated himself in terms mm-hmm. of like repercussions mm-hmm. and backlash or Boosie just like O said, Boosie can say what he wanna say. Like it's 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 a, it's a few people like that. That could just say what they wanna say and it's just like, ah man, that's just Boosie. Mm-hmm. You, know? Yep. you know what I'm saying? Compared to like if say a Drake come out and say something like that. Then, right. it, you, you know, all hell about a yeah.
2: All on Twitter, it was like, well, what the hell Boots said? now?" Nah. Right. <laughs> like That's all the tweets. <laughs> what this nigga said? Nah. But, uh,
1: but well, yeah. So, I mean, that that's how I look at it. I'm, you know, am I out shocked? And,
2: uh, oh, no, nah, I'm not surprised at not all. Shocked. This is- I, I'm shocked. Only at the suicide part. That's it. Everything else, yes, I feel like. But if that man said out uh, to kill himself, that he would do the world a favor, I felt like that was a Everything else though Like i definitely say Yeah of course That's par on for Boosie
3: uh, I, I ain't shocked like Boosie said I feel like he's He's probably said worse I mean he He's been touching on this topic For the past What Two Two years now mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Lil Nas X uh, Dwayne Wade's uh, Daughter yep. You know
2: And You know he, he said But I think that He was just sharing his opinion though but, I think that was a, That was slightly different because he just didn't like the way that it was being pushed, especially at a young age, that when you one gender, you can be another gender or dress up as another gender. I think that that was his only issue to me. That's what it seemed like, mm. of course he's gonna say it crazy as hell, but yeah. I think his agenda was like let the let the kids be the young kids. enough to make that decision for themselves and not have it you know pushed on, pushed on them. them yeah, wow. so
1: well, I mean, I agree um. You know, again, prayer style parties involved. <laughs> what can you say? <laughs> what can you say to that, man? Uh, We're going to stay in music, though. Chloe Bailey, uh, you know, who's rose to fame from Chloe and uh, Hallie did shows with Beyonce. Beyonce kind of, they're kind of her protégés, I think, to the the world. You know, she's kind of taking them under her wing. Super, super talented uh girl. Um, She recently made a statement. I'm going to play said statement, and I want to get y'all response to what exactly she had to say okay
0: but if i call you don't pick up all the time got it <laughs> sometimes i'm gonna be left wondering what's he doing got it because that's, that's kind much because it's like if you on your shit and you're working hard you're not always worried about me and for some reason that's kind of hot because it's like you working on you so that's a green flag y- yeah okay just a little bit okay green flag always is- pay attention but don't pick up every time i call green flag yeah what are the re- what are Chloe's red flags? <gasps> red flags. I hate a womanizer. Like
1: I'm thoughts don't pick up every time that I call. Make me wait on it.
2: I kind of agree. I kind of agree because especially if you pick like yeah. Every single time I call you, it's like damn, you ain't got nothing else to do with your life. <laughs> what <Which laughs> <life? laughs> you know? What I'm saying every single time I call, like you in a meeting, you. At work You out with your girls You know what I'm saying You at home by your, Like Every time you in the tub Answering the phone Like No, it's, no.
3: It sounds like she What she What she's saying is She wants something that's still Mystique You know what I'm saying She wants A little bit yeah Yeah like she She don't want to
2: know that That you're faithful That's how I feel
3: <laughs> it, Nah I don't want to say that <laughs> yes. She still she, she she said You know what I'm saying Pay attention but she was like, you know, you don't got to answer the phone every time I call because then that means, you know what I'm saying, she's going to get to a point to where she's just like, oh, you know what I'm saying, I can call him right now. I know he's going to answer.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I'm saying? And that's after uh, after some time, especially in a relationship, like women might find that boring. You know what I'm saying? you might, you might You might lose an edge with her. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely gonna find that
2: boring. I agree. think I, like I got you in my pocket.
1: Yeah, it, and I mean, but the thing is, is that a lot of women feel this way, and we've said this before on numerous occasions. Move in moderation, and that's exactly what I mean by moving in moderation. Like if you are if you are overly available to somebody, your stock drops. That's just that's just real drastic. You can be a great person. You can be you know uh, fine. You can be independent. You can have your own. All of that, and this is for men and women. If you make yourself overly available To somebody, you lose value yep. Because in our head, you know, using Her as example, if I'm dating her, right In my head, if every time That I call her, she picks up the phone or Every time I text her, she responds immediately I'm gonna feel like, okay I got her in my back pocket, you know what I'm saying Like, her, her life essentially revolves Around how I move mm-hmm. And that's gonna lower her value compared To, say, if I'm talking to a woman and, you know Again, I call and she hit me back Maybe a few hours later or something, or, <clears throat> or text me back a few hours later Like hey man I, You know my bad I was tied up I was doing this I was doing that You know what I'm saying Because that that makes her more desirable Is because it's like Okay I feel like Having her is going to be a privilege It wasn't just handed to me Like like she has a life Like she has things going on So mm-hmm. she's making time for me And that that holds right. more yeah. You know stock Than somebody that's just so, You know you, you call them They pick up a half for Hello hey 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 How you doing It's like <laughs> Damn Damn <laughs> You know what I'm saying So so I think that's what she getting at Yeah yeah, so she just put it out there You know And she spoke for a lot of women And a lot of men And we're gonna be honest Moderation is key We say that all the time Like when you Are entertaining somebody When you are dating somebody Move in moderation That's not saying that You know That you Every time y'all text You don't respond Six to eight hours That's that's not what we're saying What we're saying is Just don't be too eager Don't seem too eager Make them people feel like It's a privilege to talk to to you To talk to you yeah, I maybe mean, 20, 30
2: minutes. Shit, ain't gotta be. But shit, something. You ain't gotta answer the phone every time. <laughs> Let your phone say missed call. Damn. <laughs> call right back five minutes later. I mean, shit, it's up to today. My bad, baby. You know what I'm saying? I was mm-hmm. in the bathroom she, she said
3: it. She was like, you know what I'm saying? When you if if I don't I mean if, if it's a missed call, it seems like, you know what I'm saying, you're busy. So if I yeah. know that you're busy, I mean I know you're hustling. And if I know you're hustling, she was like she turned on about that She was like Shit you know You got business to handle You Like it, She's a priority But you also still have Other priorities And you're taking responsibility On that Like right. to know that You know She's dealing with somebody That's You know what I'm saying Know how to handle some shit As opposed to like Just always just You know Phone ring one time And they answer the phone like, Right She said She's not fucking with that
1: Yeah man
2: Moderation Could be, could be busy with the hoes too
1: though <laughs> Just saying. And that's gonna up your stock even more. <laughs> but moving along. <laughs> um, recently Fizz and Amarion. Mm. Fizz issued Amarion an apology. If you are not familiar, of uh, you know, Marion used to date a lady named April Jones. They had a kid together. She is now, you know, the mother to his child. And they was in a long relationship. And um, you know, whatever happened, they end up breaking up, whatever the case may be. And Fizz, who was Marion's group member and one of his friends, Ends up dating this woman, and when he did it, you know it was outrage. He was like, "Damn, bro, really? You gonna, you know, that's your homie, baby mama. Like, that's his girl. Like, they was about to get married, and you, you dating her now, bro? Like, what is going on?" So he got he called like he for that, and him and her just was like, "You know what? This is my life, our life. We're gonna do what we want to do." Da 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 da. Just kind of, you know, shoving the backlash to the side or whatever. But recently, uh, because they're on the Millennium tour, which is you know features Bow Wow and B Two K and. Soulja a bunch boy. of the ex soldier boy did feature Bow Wow and uh Obawa st- <laughs> <laughs> oh, dipped on what you hear about that? Nah, I missed that. Nah, I mean I, mean, I, I seen him tweeting well, about it. I ain't know if it was a fish. I don't, know, fish, I don't know,
2: but they was beefing for a little bit. Nigga was yeah, like, "What you mean?" His, nigga? They
1: said his set time. He said that yeah, time yeah. was too short.
3: Yeah, 15,
2: fifteen minutes. You think fifteen minutes? It's Bow Wow, nigga. Bigger yeah. than all y'all put I'm together. In
1: all you niggas, which is I mean true. <laughs> That's true. Hit for hit, yeah. But I mean, but again, but on on this tour, right? Fizz and them was performing. One of the, uh, they B2K records And Phil stopped the show to say something I'm going to play what he said And I want to get y'all response Some fucked up shit to my brother Some
3: <laughs> snake ass shit and
0: I'm not proud of it
4: So I want to sit here Humbly And sincerely apologize To, him, to you
1: Damn. So um, it was a lot going on. Again, that's somebody recording from the crowd. But essentially, he said, "Look, man, I just want to apologize for you know the way I handled that situation and any you know uh, issues that it might have brought within the, within your family, bro. That, that was never my intention. You, my brother, that, and the third. I made a mistake. I was wrong." They dabbed each other, hugged each other up on stage. So I want to get y'all response as to y'all thoughts on the situation.
3: I'm not dapping no nigga hand who just said I'm sorry for piping your baby mama. <laughs> I can't do that shit, bro. That's that's just some foul <laughs> shit. Period.
2: Nothing like piping or being in love with her. All that. Yeah,
3: nigga, piped her down multiple times. Like, like, no, man, you can. That's not something you can come back from to me Like you knew You knew who this lady was to me You knew who this woman was Regardless if I ever vented to you about her And told Mm -hmm. her You know what I'm saying What we had going on Hey man she tripping She did this You know what I'm saying She mad that I Any of that Bro You don't go to your Your bro You go get your bro Out of Out of all the women that you could have gotten You chose her Bro that's that that lets me know that from jump, you know, what I'm saying that you you was eyeing that. You felt envy that I had it first. Mm. Ray J, I hit it. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying though, like bro, that's just that's that's hard to come back from, bro. I, I was like me personally, I I don't. I was like, look, bro, we on tour. I like, I mean, I I probably would have damped him up in front of the crowd, but behind. The curtains, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, bro, I've been meaning to catch this fade for you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and get this one out the way. If you no, really want to, if you oh, really want to get this shit screen. over with, we got to catch this fade.
2: Got to. No way <laughs> around it, bro.
3: I'm sorry, bro. And 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 no lie, you might you might end up waking up like 15 minutes later.
1: <laughs> you
3: gonna just,
2: do him that bad? <laughs> I, uh, bro, that's I'm, what I was thinking. Bro, I'm, I'm like, don't come at me with that bullshit, and especially like it ain't no jest in front of all these fucking people. It's already a fucking embarrassment right now.
3: Already, like,
2: like at that moment, dog, uh, we, what he said that, my fist was balled up. <laughs> I
3: Arthur, I would have punched him
2: dead no. in his chest. Boom! <laughs> would
3: have had the Arthur fist, nigga, just <laughs> on the side. Like, yeah, man. Oh,
2: no, man, I'm sorry. Because first, first off, I don't even think I could have been on the same stage. Mm. Once you did that, bro, that's that's like the ultimate betrayal.
3: But but you know what's more fucked up about it to me? He only apologized because him and April wasn't together no more. Mm. Wow,
2: yeah, that's true. You
3: see what I'm saying? So if bro, it wasn't it, for that, he. So if it wasn't for that, like if he was still, but I mean, he wasn't gonna
2: apologize for I that. I mean, shit. but how does it look like? Hey, you know, I'm sorry why why you with her. That's fucked up too like how can you go uh, that's just a mess situation
3: i mean if they if they were still together you got to issue it, it got to be one of those apologies where you know people going to say That it's fake or whatever and you get on social media you know what i'm saying like hey look man you know what i'm saying you know you my boy no. you know what i'm saying we made all <laughs> no. these hits together
2: bro <laughs> i'm not with it you know what i'm saying i'm
3: sorry bro but we in love bro.
2: nah he should have like, said i'm a terrible friend i'm a shit friend
3: and i fucked your girl <laughs> That
1: sound hey, that's that, that sounds, sounds terrible.
2: That sounds wild.
3: I'm fading that nigga up just like right after right after we should right, man. Yeah, hey. Come talk to me. Soon the curtains come down. Alright, bro. Like this. Here it is right here. No gloves, my nigga. Just let's catch this one real quick. Real quick.
1: Mm. Yeah, I agree, man. I think um that again, resume is very important to me. Very, very important to me, man. Like, which is why I move the way I move and I have the rules that I, that I have. And any woman that any of my boys, even seen in a serious fashion, don't even have to be a baby mother. But if you know you done heard your boy talk about this girl, how much he loved this girl, like this, that, and the third, because I'm sure that he didn't confided in him before, she's in, the in one, one way or another. You know what I'm saying? And and she's the mother of his kids. Like no, like that's 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 it's it's, un- it's unforgivable. It's a situation where it's like that's gonna be on your resume. It don't matter how many I'm sorry that you say. Just the thought process. That goes into that and then not only you shooting at her, but engaging in a serious relationship that lasted like a couple years with her. Mm. So it's like all the while you getting all this backlash from everybody, <coughs> which should, you know, you it shouldn't even be necessary for that. Your moral code should have struck that down immediately, but you went through with it, but you still you're getting backlash from all these people. And it's like, damn, like the the, the sign not clear, like the right name on the wall for this stuff. What you're doing is wrong, bro. It's wrong Like if, if that's your homie Now if that's not your homie okay. And y'all just coworkers mm. Okay then We mm. we could have a different conversation But you know again These people been You know they've been in this group Since they was kids Are they really brothers That's that's mm. the thing You know what I'm saying So and from You know How this situation played out I don't think they are I don't Because because again If if that's your brother It's gonna be way more emotion Involved in that But Marion was just moving like You know what well, Hey
2: man but suppo- yeah, that's because so. he supposedly at peace. I know his Zen and all that yeah, shit. Yeah.
1: But I just don't know. and like, and and even fears though, like if that's your
2: brother, nah. you're not doing that, bro. I don't
1: care how uh, she can shoot at you, and I'll be nah. I'm I'm cool. You know, hey man, I appreciate you, blah, 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 But nah, and nah, I can't do that. You know, you on know my boy agile situation. Nah, nope.
3: But you know what's crazy for <clears throat> for us to even see that because that was just something that was just something. You know what I'm saying? That was put out for everybody to see. Mm you know what i'm saying and it and it blew up but you you ask some women out here like they got they got some dudes that move like that oh definitely they got some dudes that move like that they you know what i'm saying they they cool with the boys and you know what i'm saying you see him dealing you know what i'm saying with this chick they end up breaking up and then and you couldn't wait to you know it. what i'm saying 2 3 months you you spend the block and you trying to you know what I'm saying? Getting you hitting her
1: DMs, so
3: they got some niggas that send their girl DMs now. Like I
1: that agree, shit, that shit wild. I agree. I, I actually somebody came to mind when you said that. I, I know of a situation. I can't. I ain't gonna say no names. I ain't no snitch. But you know they had a situation where dudes done smashed his smashed a nigga gal while he was there. Oh no. <laughs> you oh, know no. what I'm saying? Having like a little function, whatever the case may be, and you know they done dipped off and went smashed and came back or whatever, and dudes <laughs> still don't know to this day. <laughs>
3: Oh, no. You see what I'm saying?
1: And they pitches us together and bro this, bro that, and, you know, love you, bro, da 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 and he did that. God damn. But, you know, again, this cold, moral cold. Like, that's the main key of manhood, in my opinion. Like, you got to have a cold. You you can't just go just do things, move on the whim, whatever feels good, being set like that's not what a man is. A man has moral code. There's certain rules that I'm not going to break. There's certain things that I'm going to stand on. I don't care what... Opportunity or situation arises. If it don't go with my moral
2: code, I'm cool on it. But, you know, apparently dude ain't dude ain't got no moral code, bro. Alright, so you know, I I, I got my hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. I get to thinking.
4: Oh. Alright,
2: right, so cause this somebody gonna be thinking this, and mm-hmm. I ain't saying this I ain't me. I know somebody gonna be thinking like this. Is there a statute of limitations as far as like so let's say let's say she didn't have a kid, mm-hmm. but you dated a High school but That was your high school sweetheart You know maybe early in the college Right But now we Mid 30, 33 32 The, the friend end up seeing the, the you know The ex out or whatever uh-huh.
3: <clears throat> To me uh Who you were in high school And who you are at 30 years old Is two different people In
2: my opinion But that was the love of his life High school sweetheart Went to college You know The early stages of love
3: And I mean I'm probably I I would honestly I would honestly run the idea first before I even shot at her I would run the idea of like bro like like how you really feel about her because you know what I'm saying if, if he would spend the block on it I'm it, it, she's untouchable it was like I'm I'm not even going there
1: but the thing is real not not to cut you off you know how every man is gonna answer that ah bro go ahead do you I ain't worried about that but in the back is you know your day. dude yeah. though you know what that like, means you. Even though I tell you that, like, oh yeah, it's cool, like, right? Still don't shoot man. exactly. So it's it's it's, it's a slippery slope, man. Me, I, again, no, I'm gonna say it's just no. off limits. I, I'm gonna say I, no. I, yeah. I can't do it because again, like, for one, uh, like, for you to be my girl, right? Like, nobody I know has to have experienced you like that mm-hmm. because the whole point of having a woman, right? You want to put on a pedestal, like she's for me. She's not for everybody, but mm-hmm. if we are in a situation, and this is still my boy, so we're going to still be around each other, and y'all going to be around each other, and just knowing that he smashed, and you did everything to him that you doing to me, and it's just like, I, it, it's no exclusivity though, And I feel like that's what's the key to a relationship is. Like, men take pride in a woman being untouchable. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, every woman has, has a past, which is cool. That's why, you know, most dudes is not tripping as long as you ain't hit somebody that he know, or somebody he cool with. But if you hear somebody I know and I'm cool with, again, I gotta be around this person. So now, when we sitting in the room, me, you, him, we, I'm, I'm in my head. I'm looking at this. It's like, damn, I, like I'm, I'm judging everything. Like, damn, why, why, is, why is she laughing that hard at this joke? So she still wanting back? <laughs> like what? Like damn, like why? You know why they, they got little inside, which they do. Yeah, they got inside jokes of and course, all kind of shit. Of course. So it's I'm looking like no. So just to avoid all of that, nah, <laughs> nah I'm, I'm, I'm cool, bro. She done did that
3: thing Before And come now on, And now you sitting there And you just looking like Mm-mm. I remember when she
1: Used to Yeah nah
3: That
2: thing with her tongue
1: And then it's like say You know And I come to you For advice I mean I can't come to you For advice on a relationship Cause you gonna say something Just being a man That's gonna slip out Yeah bro I remember when she used to Do that to me Whoa 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 <laughs>
3: whoa
2: Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Whoa Oh hell no You know what I'm saying Yeah cause we had those issues too You, Yo. know? <laughs> you know She did used to talk a lot <laughs> we, end
3: up, we end up fighting that
1: What Damn That's what I'm saying So it's like You know You can't even confide in them no more So it's just like To avoid all that No I'm cool bro I, I can't do it I, I can't do it bro That's just me <laughs> Alright we're gonna move right along Um, We're gonna, we're gonna get into a little NBA Recently mm-hmm. A list mm-hmm. Mm-hmm came out and had social media in a frenzy of top seventy five players of this generation. Now there were some notable snubs on this list. I'm just gonna name a few. Clay Thompson, Kyrie Irving, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, and there were a lot of others. But those were the key ones in my mind that stuck out. Oh, Dwight Howard. Yeah. Another sure. big those were the key snubs that just stuck out in my head and I'm just like, wow. So I wanna speak to the speak to the snubs and I want to get your opinion on how egregious the snubs were. And who who should be in the list.
3: Well, first, let's say uh Dwight Howard should be on that list. Absolutely. All right. You're talking about a three time defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh you're talking about somebody who's led the league in rebounding, I think it's like five like five times. Mm-hmm. Uh if I'm correct, he's uh he's top ten all time in rebounding. Uh eight also, times all NBA. Mm-hmm. Eight times all NBA. He led the league in, in blocks like six times. Like,
2: come on, man. That
3: and he's an NBA champion now. Let's let's not forget that. He added that to his resume mm-hmm. a couple season ago.
2: At one point in time, he was arguably the best person in the league with Kobe and Dirk and LeBron and, and LeBron Wade. and Kobe. And Wade well, We ain't gonna say Best player he, I mean I said arguably I ain't saying he was I'm not saying he was I mean but I, argue, I, I When, when people was, was, was putting because they, they had a Stephen A article When he was like Who's your top five right now mm-hmm. and He just He had D-Wade Kobe Dwight Dirk And it was like one more Right and Like that was his top five So what I'm saying like Oh so he makes, was
1: in the, the elite elite conversation Yes for sure But, yes, but I am not
2: saying I've never D, seen somebody argue no, For him to be the best player No I wouldn't have Elite list But
3: I mean, for, for somebody to say he – I mean, the, at that time, they said that he was. I mean, look, I ain't going to debate you, but you still got Kobe, LeBron, and Wade out there. But
1: – He was a walking 20 and 10. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, once, and wild part, he, he was getting 20 on, on trash mm-hmm. points because yep. he didn't have no post moves, so we going to be honest. <laughs> Alleys and put-back dunks. That was where he was getting his money from.
3: <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, like I said, he three-time defensive player. Yes. This, was, this was a time where, you know, everybody was coming down. They setting up the big men to
1: score. Yeah. You know,
3: and he – he defending that Yeah he yeah, led his team To the out.
1: finals too mm-hmm. Took it Beat Braun Matter of
3: fact, I about to say Beat your boy sure mm-hmm.
2: did Beat that boy
1: man. Show Damn did. a lot of people Beat Braun in the finals But that's another conversation <laughs> <laughs> hand, bro. That
2: went in the finals But he had That nigga had a squad Don't play he Don't act like Dwight they Had no squad they Had them shooters over there Okay Don't name, play na- not on Jameer trying you, trying you know, right now. know I'm ready right Jameer Nelson Pays story Them boys was cooking Over there A wise Paja. I don't want to hear that He was cooking
1: but uh, but okay So Dwight Howard Y'all feel like should be in Is there anybody yeah, else definitely. That you felt like Was egregious Clay Thompson mm. Do I agree
3: Clay Thompson uh, Top three shooter Of all time In fact And the only only time Only reason why he, I, I say top three Is because he didn't play The last two seasons he, he wasn't able to add Anything to his resume mm. Had he played These last two seasons He'd be number two Right behind his teammate Steph So I would say I would say Clay should have been up there. Uh,
2: Vince Carter and Tracy was that is, egregious. That is egregious. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that is egregious. Got your
1: fucking mind, dog. <laughs> Vince Carter played 20 some years in the league. You do a human highlight reel. Dog. Over. What?
2: Some of these names, you don't even know them. Go ahead and read them out. Yell them out. Hey, hey, real quick, though. But I, but, Dave, hey, this hey, this is no disrespect. This is no disrespect, no disrespect to anybody out
1: there. Hey, hey, hold on real quick before y'all start reading them. Did y'all see that video with uh, Kyrie, when they was comparing Kyrie to uh, one of them one of them old school oh dudes? Oh, my God, bro. I was
2: crying. Fam.
1: <laughs> they put their highlights, like, back to back. Fam. And the dude was just, like, regular wide open, just shooting, putting back shots like that. <laughs> and they was like, which one y'all think should be on the— And then, then they'll go to, to Kyrie, he mixing, da 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 and then coming around.
2: Fam. Uh, that, I don't know. Funny well, maybe hell, I'm bro. just maybe I'm just too young. I don't know.
1: That, that's how I look at it. I was like, maybe, maybe I'm just
3: too young. This is my thing. They said this is the All seventy five team, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, y'all got some names in here that I haven't heard in twenty nine years. Mm-hmm. All right, I've never heard of Dave
1: DeBouchier <laughs> He played for the Knicks. He was back nice? in the, back in the back in the day. He played with um, Phil Jackson. Was he nice though? Yeah, yeah But he 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 wasn't top 75 nice But he, he was cool Bill Sherman mm-hmm. He won a chip uh, Bill Sherman I don't, I don't know who that is uh,
3: was this other one? There, it was somebody named Dave It was Dave something I'm like bro this, Dave Bean. Dave Who was he?
1: Dolph, he played for the Celtics huh? Dolph Shays That's the one that they was They <laughs> <laughs> was
3: joking Dolph Shays
1: Dolph Shays. <laughs>
3: Dolph Shays Like
1: like, bro, they say if you had a pickup, I mean, if you if you had the park and he on the sideline and Kyrie
2: on the sideline, come, come, come on, man. <laughs> you Come on, bro. I mean, by way, this it's a solid list, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot, a lot of tough people on here. Tough for sure. Legends, like James, worthy, Dominique Wilkins, see, Lenny but, Wilkins. But
3: those are names that I'm talking about. Even, right. even people who aren't basketball fans have heard. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a there's a bunch of names on this list that. People who aren't basketball fans heard. I was like, some of these, like I said, I've been alive twenty nine years, bro. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't never heard of those these three four names we just
1: named. that Dave DeBusschere. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know why did why he get respect now?
2: I feel bad Dog. because because I, I think it's a. Who, I'm who sorry, the, who, George Mikan. This nigga played seven years, like. But he was he was on that Lakers
1: team back when they was winning all them chips back in the '60s, I think the '50s and Bro. '60s, Bro.
2: '40s and, 50. Them, oh, 40s basketball and '50s. Basketball shouldn't even count yeah. it back then.
3: Bill Bill Walton only got like ten thousand points in his, if that. I think it's like eight thousand points in his One, career. Two, three, yeah, four, Bill five.
2: Walton essentially was um,
1: Brandon Royce. like he had like a few like dominant years and he got hurt and then he was just you know. Uh, a, a regular player, but Bill Walton gets so much respect because back when he was healthy, when he was playing for Portland, like he was, he was like one of the first like two way big men to where he can he can he can light you up for thirty, and you know play defense, <clears throat> and then he carried the Portland Trailblazers to their only championship in history. So it kind of, and then he went to the Celtics and won some more, but he was he was on the the bench at that point. He was hurt, okay, but that's why they give it to him because back then, like a, a, a healthy Bill Walton was the it, truth, yeah. truth. But, you know, again, but the same argument can be made for Tracy McGrady. We're going to be honest. Before his back went out, yeah, that was the top three player in the league for for a decade. A walk-in 30-piece. That's just 30, honest. One of the greatest night. scores we ever seen. You I know think
2: what I'm saying? He was, he was a shorter version of KD.
1: Right. <laughs> right.
3: You could pull up from Killer. anywhere on, on the court. And mm-hmm. He driving like, yeah, man, they – I feel like they don't—they don't respect the, you know what I'm saying—the the new people. They don't respect us, man. They I don't respect a,
1: us at all. I hear a disgust in y'all voice. That's why I keep laughing. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, some of these names, though.
3: <clears throat> some of the names
1: you look, you're like, all right, cool.
2: And I love Dame, and they got Dame up there. And Dame should not be in the top seventy-five. And I, yeah, that's one I probably. And I love Dame. Him
1: over Kyrie. Did they have Anthony?
2: Come on, man. Why is Anthony come Davis on. on this list? Okay, now come on now. He can crack seventy-five. Cool. I mean, eight, ha, has, he, ha, has,
1: has he done enough though? Yes. He, he, what, how, what, how many years he been? In league? Eight, eight, yeah, eight, nine, about, about eight years. Well, and and what does he have? What accolades? Well, I mean, he was he was he was over there dominating in New Orleans, but they was losing. But he didn't really get like he didn't really start getting. I feel like his just doing until he got to L.A. Because then, like you on the big stage, you want, we playing with Braun you want to chip. But before that, he was giving out twenty five and ten every night, every night, thirty and thirty and ten most nights. Yeah. Like we we just going to be honest That's but New real. Orleans was just trash, <laughs> He giving you 40 and 20 and you lose by 10. <laughs> like, 24 24
2: 28 28 26 26. Yeah. Come he, on, man. He, he he been cooking. And and 11 12 rebounds. Solid. Yeah,
1: he yeah, he was he was in New Orleans putting up outrageous numbers. 45 and 23 even oh, when him and Boogie lost Yeah. Oh, them niggas. Him and who? Boogie When they was in New Orleans. Yeah. Ooh. So it's like it, you know, that was the only thing missed from AD resume was was winning. But since he got that chip, that kind of validated, you know, at, you know, in the um quote unquote expert's eyes. But whatever, man. We saw all that to say, <laughs> man. It was it was it was some egregious, egregious. leads off. Egregious.
3: It's just downright. The, the gall of them. The human the, highlight reel. The mitigated gall.
1: Yeah. it was inward. But like my top five favorite players was on the list, so I can't really complain. You know what I'm saying? Dirk is there. Steph is there. Kobe is there. AI is there. You know what I'm
2: saying? I can't. Yeah, most of my dogs are up there. You know what
1: I mean? As long G- as
2: they on the list, I'm cool. GP was my dog. That was my yeah, idol, man. Gary Payton was definitely one was of my dogs. It's tough, first man. Items. Talk big shit.
1: Yep, Steve Nash on the list, too. You know Steve what I'm saying? Nash. But, uh, but yeah, man, we ain't going to spend too much time on NBA. Our, our, our yeah, listeners going to kill us. <laughs> uh, For sure. At this point. Damn, kind of. Okay, yeah, nah, we're going to get in the Quick Hits. <laughs> Okay first one man We are going to get into a clip from Jason Wilson um, If y'all are familiar We've talked about Jason Wilson on the past episode uh, He wrote the book Cry Like a Man He was um, recently on The Breakfast Club Having a very profound conversation If y'all have not checked out the interview Go to Breakfast Club and check that out on YouTube um, But I'm just going to play a clip from it And I want to get y'all response to what he has to say
4: and we live from what we do instead of who we are. You know, we've adopted the grinding mentality, which we—if you look up the word itself—it means to wear down, mm-hmm. to torment, to crush, to oppress. And that's why when you see most people who grind, they look wore out. You know, I work hard, but I rest hard as well. You know, and that's—that's that's another thing. I, I take pictures now when I'm out. I see an elderly couple. Typically, the the woman is peppy, ready to move, and you see the old older man just on crutches or a cane can barely move. Because our whole worth, we feel, is in our work. Mm. Uh, I thought it was just black men who struggled with taking naps, but when I started speaking more, my white brothers, other brothers of different ethnicities, was coming up to me like, dude, when my wife come home, I jump up, what? like, what is that? Because we feel we're only worth what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, how many Father's Days, and I use myself as an example, my family tried to celebrate me. I said, no, I'm good, I don't need nothing. Because again,
1: we feel that we
2: that's very profound. Damn. Jesus Christ, man. I'm that's about to go buy this shit. book. That's some real shit. We talk about that all the time. <sighs> but even imagine we've heard women before. Like saying if I if I come home and you're not doing much around the house or something like that. PlayStation but, hot and the laptop cold. Like the school <laughs> <laughs> But shit, yeah, sometimes that's 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 our relief. Right. But we wanna seem busy and again, like he's talking about our worth, our value. We just want to seem like we are are able to always uphold our end Mm -hmm. instead of sometimes taking a break.
1: Yeah, man. I honestly feel like it's no comfortable space for us, but we we didn't talk about that. We feel like as men we can't take breaks, and it's because, and a lot of it is our fault, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna be honest, man, because you know, again, you know, we were speaking off the part about about this, just about men like dictating. And setting a trend for, like, what's acceptable. Like, we can't say on one hand, okay, we are the leaders of society. And then on another hand, complain about the way society treats us or mm-hmm. the way society is. Mm-hmm. If we the leaders of it, then that mean that we can control it and we can manipulate it. And I feel like we got to start. I don't know, you know, where it came as far as, like, men having to be so just machine-like. And always, you know, not feel anything or not be expressive or not complain. I don't know where that came from, but we got to flip the switch on that. The same way that we implemented that, we need to flip the switch and, you know, make men more human. Not saying be, you know, walking around like sad sacks as men. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, just, just, just like you said, you know. He's seeing couples, our older couples, and the man is crutched over, humble, all, you know.
2: All the time.
1: But the woman is lively. She be Yeah, because he done spent most of his life taking care of her. But oftentimes that's not returned to us. And, and that's part of our fault, which is what he just said. You know, my family tried to celebrate me. I said, no, nah, I'm good. I'm yep. cool. I don't need nothing. Yep. I'm a man. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that plays a part in you know, why we go through what it is that we go through. So I just feel like as men, man, we need to make a more concerted effort to change that.
3: For sure. I was like, I was like, when you, I listened to him say this and I'm like, it's just crazy that we as men, you know what I'm saying? Like we ain't never met him before, but I mean, he's when he says that it's like, we all like, damn, mm-hmm. I feel that because I've done that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've gone out here. I've put out, you know, multiple days of working all these hours and even though i'm I, I feel the the wear of it you know what i'm saying coming down on me every day i'm just like okay boy man i gotta gotta do this because i gotta go home i gotta you know i got a family to feed i gotta mm-hmm. make sure my child has diapers i gotta make sure that my child eat i gotta make sure that my my woman is good that that you know anything she needs she can go ahead and take care of it. Mm-hmm. and and we put we think about that stuff so much that we never stop and think mm-hmm. like damn what do I need right now? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do, what do I need? Where do I need to go? Like, what do I need to take care of as far as myself? Because even as a, you know, as, as kids, you, we're told, you know, saying oh when when you get older you're gonna you're gonna be a man and you, you got you gotta be a man you gotta take care of this, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, and you only got so much time for yourself. But that's what being a man is, yep. you know, is yep. having this little time for yourself, but you gotta make sure that your the family that you have is taken care of. Right. Because that's what being a man We hear that constantly, you know what I'm saying, over and over. So we get to a point to where is we're we're essentially programmed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To where we we wake up out of habit, okay, oh, I, I got this many hours in the day, all right, so I'm going to go to work from, you know, 8.30 to, to 4, and then, you know, I got this to take care of afterwards, I got to, you know, I'm, when I'm on my way home, I'm going to hit my wife, hey, what do we need, I'm going to grab that on the way in, by the time you, before you know it, you get home, you didn't help your wife at the, at the house, you know what I'm saying, the kids arrested, settled. It's 8.30, you know what I'm saying, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, no time for And you're for just now able to sit down Somewhat. and breathe in relief. In but, that in that little brief time, you know, that hour by yourself, that's your relief time.
2: But Shit, then you still got to talk to your girl. Then, right. then you still got to talk to her. Hear about her day and how it's been and, you know what I'm saying, and now she want to plan this and plan that. Put that on your plate, too, while you got everything else going on. It's like... It never ends.
3: It's like, and and we're not saying this to, for for men to be, you know, neglecting their families or anything. But we're just saying men, period, need to find more time to take care of yourself. Because, like I said, we got to we got to break that. I I guess I would say it's a generational curse. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because our ancestors did it. You know what I'm saying? you know their their ancestors did it and it's just a it's a ever going trend to where you know since we since we have little boys like hey you know what I'm saying hey don't do that cuz you know you know you a man you don't men don't do that you know right. what I'm saying oh get up don't don't cry because cuz you're a man and when you're programming children to do that you know what I'm saying they grow up and they grow they go through the same stress you know what I'm saying the same wear and tear that we go through and nobody's trying to break that. So, yeah, we, we got to change that.
1: I agree. I think men take way too much pride in being low maintenance and not yeah. needing something. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm cool. I'm good. I don't need nobody. I don't need nothing. I'm, I'm cool. I'm good. And, you know, again, I'm I'm thinking, as y'all talking, I'm, I'm thinking back to even when we was young playing sports. And you get hurt. <laughs> the first thing I thought about. Like, we took pride in, yeah, my shoulder is hurt or my Leg is hurt, my back is hurt, but, I but still, I'm still, gonna, I'm still play gonna play because that's I'm a man, I'm tough. Like I'm that shows 100% how tough you are too. Like you and, are and you hurt, bra-
3: and you will brag about it. Right, you will brag about it. You will show people like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying, I, you know what I'm saying, I feel this on my side. I bruised up on my ribs, mm-hmm.
2: but we have a cracked rib. Yeah, and you didn't play the whole another half. Exactly.
3: Talking about how you didn't went and <laughs> took homeboy head off, but yeah. you know what I'm saying you. You are actually causing so much damage to your body. Right. You know, long term that it's gonna affect you and you don't even know it. Because you're programmed to think that, oh, you know, I'm supposed to just take pain. I'm supposed to just take that and just keep going.
1: The thing is that 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 transfer that translates to the the workforce when you get older, when you become a man, like when you work in a job. Like growing up in my household, I'm thinking my my daddy as y'all talking. Daddy work every day. Mm -hmm. Still to this day. like I'm, I'm pretty sure he got about 600 PTO hours at least. I don't know how it rolls over, whatever the case may be. But if my daddy, like if it was like a running clock, he would have thousands of PTO hours. <laughs> he never took off, like never. Damn. Like to the point to where it's just like you know, I'd be like, damn, that you ain't you ain't gonna get your take your little break, whatever. You know, these days as he getting old, I think you know he's because he done fell in love with traveling recently, so he be taking off sometimes to, to do that. That's dope. But damn. you know, most of my daddy's life. It was working. Yep. To my six, seven days a week, like back to back to back to back, get off a, a fort a twelve, fifteen to twelve to fifteen hour shift. Come home, take a nap, take a shower, eat, go to sleep, wake up, put his work clothes back on. I rarely I ever see my dad in regular clothes. So it's always work work outfit, the work uniform. Even today, every time he come by the crib, we typically right. got his work uniform on. Yeah, but it's just that that what that's what transfers from you know being so young because we feel like okay, I can't take a day off. I don't, I don't have that luxury. If I do, like if I'm if, if I'm not building something at all times of the day, then I'm falling short. Or I'm letting people round me down. Or I'm not being, man, like that's even even me today. Like when we don't record the part that that
2: that takes that it crushes my that soul. crushes me. It do, it really do. You know
1: what I'm saying, or even if we on like vacation or something, you know, it, it feels weird I to just take feel time. Like I got to do something. Yeah, it feels weird. I, okay, I, I could be editing. I could be doing this. I could be doing that. I could be doing this. And it's just a all that's running through our head. We don't never really turn it off and say, you know what, I'm just gonna relax and watch TV today and take pride in just watching TV or playing the game. I'm gonna play the game all day. I don't care what nobody <laughs> say it. this is for my mental health, I'm gonna do this. And I'm what? gonna be relieved Straight up. But e- but even when we do that, right? And you got a girl, you got kids, whatever the case may be, if they come in and voice a concern, that automatically becomes top priority. Yep. So we go right back to the, okay, how can I fix it? Okay, then we, all right, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do this. So our mind will never get to be turned off. Just But but women get to do that. Like women get to come home today, man, baby, this I'm going through this, I'm going through that, I'm going through this. And they don't have to think of a solution. here. They can just drop it all on your plate, baby, cry, fix and it's just like as a man, you got to, okay, well, now what happened? You got to list it out. You may not even be familiar with her career. You may not even be familiar with what she's talking about. Okay, But you still got to fix it. Or at least that's how we think. Yeah. So, you know, again, what, what he's saying is,
2: is, is, is very profound, bro. Like, Damn, man. Do, we, do you feel like we kind of take them for granted, our women? Like how strong that they are? Definitely. Or could possibly be? Yeah, we, we, we coddle our women.
1: We have a, a culture of coddling our women, even as girls. You know, we use the example all the time. Like if two kids, is a boy and a girl is in the house and somebody fall, both, both of the kids fall, the whole house run into the girl.
2: Mm.
1: Oh, you good? You okay? The boy, man, get up. What you crying for? You a, you a man. We don't do that. Get up. You supposed to be tough. So it, it it stems from that, and then we grow up, and we get into a relationship with a woman, and we don't look at our women as partners. We look at we look at them as like a, a extra child.
2: On the cool, because it's almost like because how I feel, especially when we be going through a lot in our head or whatever. Like it's like when you see hubby emotional and trip out over some that some that you think is small. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no way she can handle this if I unload this on her. Right. There's no way. Exactly. No way. Exactly. So. It's like I'd rather keep it to myself, deal with it, and break it down. However, I gotta kind of piece by piece chop it step down until step. I'm back good. Yep, because there's no way she can just really understand the mental weight that I have going on in my head.
3: It was like, and I, when I hear y'all say that, I, it's like I'm, I'm 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 listening, and I'm like, damn, I'm so. Guilty of that mm-hmm. Yes I'm so guilty I told of that. you
2: We talked about that recently
3: I'm so guilty of that Because I I will I, I will have You know 20,000 different things Running through my head And then I'm I'm at work I'm handling everything at work And then I come home And I'm handling stuff at home And then They got stuff with my car And then you know, my oh, uh, my grandma need this, and then mm-hmm. my mama need this, and then oh, this person need this, this person need this, and I'm thinking about all these things, and I've never stopped to even think about myself, and then I just get to a point And I'm just like, all right, I I can't tell nobody about this because it's gonna stop what what they're trying to do. Because so they're grandma. trying to
2: help you, but you want you should want it, You should want that help. Yeah, yeah. And I seen a it was a post on Instagram or something the other day, and it just said, ask for help. Yeah, that simple. Like we just we don't. Matter of fact, it was Dak. Dak. That's Dak, Dak was. Yeah, Dak write yeah, right that on right the wristband or his cleats yeah, yeah, or something like it that. Yeah. Cause it, cause his brother passed right. from suicide. So it's just like you just never you just never know. And just like if you have people that really care about you, they would do whatever they would run through the wall for you. Facts. But we just don't want to put Burden, other yeah. burdens on, you know what I'm saying? People, but people that love you don't mind. They wanna help you. They wanna take that relief and they wanna be able to support you. And we gotta take advantage of that.
1: And yeah, also we as men We just take so much pride In doing things on, on our own Like on we Like own. it kind of Rubs us the wrong way When somebody can hold some over your head Well yeah I helped you do Like yeah. it kind of It kind of rubs and us the you, wrong you way You never want to hear that
3: From somebody Right like, So you just handle it On your own You like To 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 make sure that I, I don't hear somebody say mm-hmm. this, I won't even ask you. Straight mm-hmm. up. Like, nah.
1: I, I'd rather start. Like, it'd be time, even when I was in college. Like, my, my mom and dad used to get on me about that all the time. Boy, just hit us if you need money. Like, you, you're you not working. You're going to school, da, da, da. Man, I'll try to make $10 stress for two weeks. Straight there, Because I'm just that. I don't want to ask for help. I'm going I'm to I'm feel like I'm not being <laughs> an adult. I'm not being a man if I'm doing that. Damn, You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a lot, man. But we got to, again, we are the men. We are the leaders of this Society, So it's on us to change. We can't expect somebody to, you know, everybody's brains to just flip a switch. But yeah. I think if we pass this down to our next generation and really communicate with them, because that's another thing that's missing from generations before us. They, mm-hmm. we didn't, they didn't really talk about We didn't really have these conversations yeah. like yeah. this. But if we do it with our kids, then maybe we can start something that's that can flip. You know, we may not live to see the change. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a couple of generations from now, we may be looking at, you know, a
2: different type of man. Uh, yeah, because I, I pops was kind of like that too. Like you saying, like my uncle Tony Mac, he would work, work, work at the plant, long hours. I'm like nigga, I don't see you when I get up before I go to school, and when I am home from school, I still don't see you because mm-hmm. you sleep. I hear you at when I'm you know in the middle of the night. You finally coming home off work, you come kiss me, you know, but you gotta go to sleep and get up for work again. Right. So it's like I used to I used to complain about that all the time, all the time. I used to complain like damn niggas. Stay home sometimes. Right. But he like, I got miles to feed. We got bills to pay. And I like, gotta make sure your mama good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We got gotta give Grand a little bread here and there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it was a lot of responsibility, which I get, but we gotta find that balance somewhere in between. Even if even if you just working a lot, okay, you work 14 days straight, because depending on what industry you're in, you may have to work just straight days. Like That's Kenny. Kenny be mm-hmm. working crazy hours sometimes. So it's like if you work and stuff like that, it's like after that. You, you need four, five, six days or something like that just to just, unwind and do yeah. nothing. Take a trip. Or, or just to, even if you're at home. But you just need that time to just disconnect. Yeah. Because
3: I'm just like, look at look at what, what we think. Like, I mean, we appreciate the reward because when you look at it, you just like at the end of it, you like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I did this and right. everybody is taken care of. Yep. Like, everybody's yep. good.
2: I can do what I want. I
3: do, like... That you you look at that and you just like, damn, like all right, so I did what I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Right. But then it right after that, you don't think, damn, I'm tired. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You
2: think to yourself, you just like, shit, all right, gotta go do it again. Or how you affecting everybody else around you.
1: And the thing is, even that moment of appreciation is fleeting. Yep. It's like we'll we'll take pride in it. Like, damn, I did that. All right, what's next on the list? I gotta to this, I gotta do this, yep. so I gotta do, this, like, I gotta yeah, do that. It's, as, you know, you that's how it goes. Like, man. as men, I feel like we got to celebrate ourselves a, 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 a bit more often, right. man. Especially right. if you a solid dude, stand-up dude that, you know, taking care of your kids, taking care of your family. You ain't out here snaking people. Your resume is clean. Like, you need to you need to be celebrating that because that's shout not out, common.
3: Shout-out to y'all. Shout-out to
1: Straight y'all. Straight up, man. man. Shout-out to the, the the real ones. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. uh, all right, man, we're going to move on to the next one. It's the last quick of of the day, because that one went a little long. Uh, If you met the perfect woman tomorrow... What adjustments would you have to make as a man to be ready for?
2: Hmm. That's a good ass question.
1: I appreciate it, man. I came <laughs> with that on my phone. <laughs> oh, man. If you met the, you ran into the perfect woman tomorrow. Cause a lot of, you know, a lot of men complain about like, you know, I can't find the right woman. Da, da, da. If you met a woman that checks off every box on your list, what adjustments would you have to make about you? to be able to transition into that relationship? I
3: think for me, I would say, uh, I would be more, uh, assertive. Mm. I would be more assertive because, uh, you know, for me, I mean, when, whether I, whether I'm just like kind of casually dating or I'm just kind of just to myself, I'm able to dictate how, you know, the, the flow of things go for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I know, to me, I, I can kind of just schedule it in my head. I'm like, all right, well, you know, I didn't got off work, so I can handle this when I feel like it, mm-hmm. or I can do this when I feel like it. But when it, if I was to come across the the perfect woman for me tomorrow, I would definitely say I I would become more assertive because I'm just like I I got to make sure I keep this one in the tuck like mm-hmm. this this I got to keep her. You know what I'm saying? Especially, you know what I'm saying if she if she has all the qualities that I'm looking for in a woman, like right. I would. I would I would move with more assertiveness. I was for me, that's what I was saying.
1: Valid. Oh,
2: man, I'm still thinking.
1: You have to change about you because I mean I, I'm I'm already married, so this question ain't really for me. You know what I'm saying? But I but I, I will kind of speak on it in, in, in summary. I think like a lot of men, like we will we'll know what type of woman we want, and plenty of us have stories. Like we don't ran into a chick that checked most our boxes, but we we fumbled the bag because we just wasn't ready mentally. It was certain things that we just hadn't experienced that we wanted to experience, or we got in it prematurely and, you know, damaged her mm. as a result, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I, I feel like making a transition into a relationship, there are changes all men have to make. Like, because you can't go from, you know, for one, it's just the, for one it's the consideration piece. When you're single, I'm worried about me mm. and that what I want to do. And this is just what it is. I can do what I want. I can wake up. I don't have anybody to answer to. I don't have no obligations, no nothing. But when you're in a relationship, everything is weak. Every thought that you, mm-hmm. every decision you make is weak. Literally. Even when it's stuff about you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's one of the like big-ass transitions that that you got to make in this thing. And also toning down your your ego. Mm-hmm. There's no, it's no place for ego in a relationship. And we, we say that all the time, man. But, you know, that's not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Because just like I've said in the past, like most of uh, most men, like all of our accomplishments can be tied to our ego. It took it took ego to to you know to get to leave our level. hood and go out here and get and get job get good jobs and you know solidify yourself, get your own car, get your own place, be a solid dude, stand on your morals Like that takes ego to do. Everybody everybody don't have that. That's why you got so many followers out here that's just looking for somebody that you know what I'm saying. But rarely ever you run into a dude that can just stand on his own square. It, it takes ego to do that. But that same thing that builds you as a man outside of a relationship can work to your detriment in the relationship. Destroy you <laughs> Because again, it's about we, it's not about you. So in you know, regular arguments, when you single, you ain't got to watch your words. You ain't got to, you know, okay, let me make sure I tone this right and make sure I present this the right way. No you a single man I'm, just, I mean, I'm gonna say what I wanna say I don't give a damn Who I offend. There's no repercussions for it Exactly You know what I'm saying So That's yeah, very true You gotta That's the ego Has to go So those are just two things Right off the top of my head I'm Just speaking personally That I had to
2: damn, that You was know good. Juggle with Mine I don't know I feel like I've always I'm, I'm constantly Constantly working on myself And I'm not The perfect person Outside of a relationship For mm-hmm. damn sure Cause I do I'm reckless mm-hmm. Can be but it's like a controlled, like a controlled chaos. <laughs> but, uh, but in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I really try to work and understand and really, really try to meet that person where they are. Really try to see, like, if you don't know how to convey your message or open up, I really try to make you as, as comfortable as possible to where you feel you can say whatever it is on your mind mm-hmm. and we can talk about it. But, um, I would say mine would just be complete, 100% transparency, Mm. honesty, and just being blunt from the door. Mm. Not kind of saying things to make you feel good, not Mm. sugarcoating things, being, you know what I'm saying, trying to be a little passive on it. No, I think that's what I would be be ready for if the perfect woman came my way. Because I'm not perfect, and this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Just just have those honest conversations, and if I'm feeling so a certain way, I'm just I'm telling you straightforward. Uh. I don't want to save no feelings because again, like I've always said, like it's coming from a place of love, it's genuine, and all I'm doing is relaying how I feel. I shouldn't have to put it in exact words and and put it, you know, fluffy and. You know, things like that in my tone. You know, of, of course, it's gonna be respectful. I'm not gonna yell at you or things like that. But because if I do happen to get a little bit loud, it could be because I'm passionate about it. Right. It's been weighing on me or something. So as long as I'm not yelling at you, you know what I'm saying? I feel like she should be able to take that. But yeah, mine would be just 100%, just this is what it is, period. Like I'm with my boys, boom, here. And if if you can't deal with that with me, then you just not the person from me. Because that means I can't be myself 100%. Mm. Yeah, boy, your, our boys crushed that answer, man. You know I'm going to get right into
1: the advice column.
3: <laughs> no anonymous
1: shit. Okay, first one is from Allison, Patreon member. Shout out to Allison. Shout
3: out to
0: Allison. <clears throat>
1: all right, she said, hey, what's good? I hope you all are doing well. I have a situation that I wanted to get y'all's opinion on, and I'm going to try to keep it short. Uh, Me and a friend of mine were having a disagreement. I told her about a situation I had when talking uh, with a man. She said I was too harsh. Basically, uh, when I was talking to this guy, we both set the standard uh, of the relationship that we weren't looking for anything serious. I made it clear as dated I didn't want a relationship. So it should have been implied what we were doing if we decided to kick it. We both had that understanding. I asked him for more pictures since he only had three pictures on his Instagram. He started playing games and kiki when I did that. At first, I wasn't going to respond. In my head, I'm thinking this dude is catfish. I decided to be patient because I wanted to fill a roster spot. So I sent him a message that said, quote unquote, I'm not with the games. If you want a link, then I need to be more familiar with who I'm talking to. Otherwise, bye. So I end up finding out he is who he says he is. He continued to message me after that. But at that point, I was annoyed. So I decided that I didn't even want to deal with it. I feel like uh, she said I get childish vibes from this man. So I never responded back to his message. Do y'all feel like I was too harsh in dealing with him?
2: Nah, she also sounds like she' young too. <clears throat> but no, I don't think so. He yeah, being childish either. about <laughs> sending some pictures over. She want to know how you look, and he can't send no pictures over. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say she would say it's harsh. She.
3: I wouldn't say it's She's harsh, single, but she <laughs> she sound like she just she she impatient. Yeah. Because I was like, to me, I, I mean, if you single. You're not looking for a relationship Like You know what I'm saying Take it. Are you lonely All that, all that shit is, Take time huh? you know what
2: I'm saying? Take See, time Is she lonely Like I wouldn't arrest that nigga back If I was her Like there's no You ain't got to check back in Yeah Like it's, what's done It's done They know the roster spot Is going to fill themselves That's, that's, true. <laughs> that's true Like man. straight You ain't got to try yeah, um, I agree. I don't. I don't. I
1: don't think it was that hard to be honest. I feel like you know it's it's childish, bro. Like everybody got pictures in their phone. Everybody got social media. Everybody these is high tech phones. If you don't have no pictures of yourself in your phone, that is an issue.
2: Facetime. What's wrong, with Facetime?
1: Or, or Facetime? So, Google. I
2: mean, what's that? Google Duo. Yeah, you got
1: Microsoft Teams. It's, it's a bunch of different things out there to where right. we can see 2021. each other. This ain't two thousand seven. So you know, as far as how she handled it, I would be frustrated too. Like, why? Why are we playing games? Like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> like, why? You know what i said? Like, nah, okay, I'm cool. I ain't, I ain't responding. I don't want to talk. I don't want to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? But nah, I don't, don't nah. think she was talking at all. Trigger was responding
3: with his ego. He was mm-hmm. trying
1: Trigger. to. She said she he started kicking. <laughs> he, was, he was happy she texted him? I don't, I, don't I don't know, man. But we're going to keep it moving, man. Uh, this next one's from Chauncey. Shout out to Chauncey. Patreon. said, bro. Up. All right, say, what's up, crew? Y'all been posting some fire posting videos. Keep up the good work. I remember you guys reacting uh, to a Cynthia G video about uh, when she talked about y'all. I remember she said black people have resources. I remember that Smooth said we don't have resources in the black community. Can y'all elaborate about resources of pros and cons in the community? Please, this is a project
2: for school in English. I appreciate it, y'all boys. Stay dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) That's something you should have sent us. Individually, so we could do some research. If you really want some, he wants some answers off the fly.
1: Yeah, bro. I don't know. We better give you something to put in your put in your essay. <laughs> um, but as far as like us not having resources, I think what What's smooth. I'm well, I'm not gonna speak for smooth, but I can I kind of elaborate on what I think he was saying. What what I think he was saying, he's just talking about ownership. Yeah, like even if you look in the black communities, like it'll be you know ninety eight ninety nine percent black. And we don't own no businesses in it. Asians own the business. White folks own the business. Jewish people own the business. In Spanish our, people own the business. In our community. In our community. And it's and it's things that, which is, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like the the ego that black people have to say that we don't own shit, right? An example of this is, I mean, like cutting grass or building things. You know what I'm saying? You know, like like a, a lot of Spanish people, like when well, you may be outside at the uh, home depots home Depot. and stuff like that, ready to ready to jump in and work if you you know yep. what I'm saying, need them to. Time. You know what I'm saying? But like th- those same people, you know, just like the the guy that 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 cut my grass, shout out, shout out to Dude. Um he started his own business, you know, just not going knocking on doors. That's going it. from door to door. That's so it. now he cutting I think he told me like sixty yards a month. Consistently. You know what I'm saying? So my crib, I I know he cut me twice a month, and some people he cut weekly. So and he getting paid thirty forty dollars a pop, fifty dollars a pop, to cut these yards. So you do the math on that, right? So as black folks, a lot of us look at that. I ain't cutting nobody grass. Is that is exactly. so a This man is making crazy money and it's cash. He ain't got to report it for real. You know, not to you know whatever. That's why I ain't gonna say no name. Shout out to my dog. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So this is this, this is cash money. This is cash app. Uh, I, I pay him through Chase. Uh, what's that? that? Zell Zell through Zell. Zell. And it's just straight cash coming to him. And he, he come through. He don't even knock on the door. He just come through these days and just cut. Mm-hmm. And then, I, you know, at the end of the month, I just pay him. Or if I'm there, I pay him on the spot. And, yeah, he say you're up to 60 yards. And he say, you know, he didn't he took over most of this neighborhood. He say you're about to start working on the next neighborhood. And you got to hire uh, mm-hmm. some help now. Yep. But, you know, again, it's ownership. And that's what's meant by not having resources. You go to the, the, the gas station, right? Black folks, we go to the convenience store 100 times a day. Hair store mm-hmm. Salons You know different things like that Look at Asian people owning, owning that.
3: those Look who owning those stores You know
1: what I'm saying And we spend a lot of money in them You know how much it costs For a woman to get her hair done
2: And these people be Having terrible business Be rude to you and everything
1: And we keep going Keep going
2: You know what I'm saying So that's That's what we need
1: to do more of Like in terms of like Having resources We need to start practicing Owning more things And not being too prideful Or too ego To start at the bottom and, and build something Or not being too scared to do that Because a lot of Like any one of us can go Start the business that My yard man started Tomorrow It's just But we got too much pride To go door to door Hey man you need your grass cut Hey you need your grass cut We got too much pride for that And you know That that has to change If, if we are gonna practice Any kind of ownership We gotta get more educated We need to learn about Financial literacy Way more than we do way Which is an more. issue Why you know we, we
2: struggle in that department We spend a
1: lot of money we, we make a lot of money But we spend a lot
2: of money yeah. But we only keep have our money in circulation for like eight out six to eight hours. Exactly. Yeah, That is crazy. That's, that's uh, insane. Uh, that's literally uh, as soon as you get paid, that shit gone. gone. An- another
3: thing, another thing that we don't uh well that would be considered a resource is land. Right. Cause uh you know what I'm saying, I I just seen it uh well, now of course nobody making money like Young Thug or Rick Ross, but mm-hmm. Rick Ross got three hundred and fifty acres. Young Thug just bought a hundred. Mm-hmm. Me and O was just in Dallas, you know what I'm saying? Uh well, a week ago and we riding back from Dallas and but there's nothing but signs on on this on this road. It's like 200 acres of land on, for sale, you know, 100 acres for uh for sale, you know, 50 here. For what I said. And and you were saying like we can come here, we could buy this and build our
2: own shit here. I said own make our own city, bro. Make our own city. We really could. Because
3: it 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 was literally sign after sign after sign after sign that was just saying land for sale, acres for sale, acres for sale. Make my own time. And I was like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, all of this is for sale, but you you don't see nobody coming out here to buy it. And that's that's just a perfect opportunity for black people, you know what I'm saying, to build their own shit. Right. And Mm. I mean, and me and Otis was talking about it like we was kind of Going back and forth because I was like, to me, I I would have I, it raised red flags to me because I'm just like, for one, I mean, where we was, it was kind of like in the middle of nowhere. But I was saying like, shit, it's in the middle of nowhere, but you can literally build everything here. You know what I'm saying? You can you start make your, it your own. You can you can start your own energy company. You can start your own gas station. You can start your own grocery store. You can start your own laundry mat. You can mm-hmm. start you know, uh, uh, apartments and, and housing and, you know, everything post office. Like, you you can, there was nothing but land. Mm-hmm. and It's all for sale. Right. And he was like, this is something that in Texas, you know, black people could have. And we, that could literally become a staple.
2: And he was saying it will be, of course, it'd be a project. And I was like, of course, that shit, you know what I'm saying? That, it's, that would take about 30 years, 20, 30 years or something, but that's something that could happen.
3: You, you don't say it was 20 or 30 years. You were saying it would take about 10.
2: Okay, I was, was telling you. You're right. I might have said 10. <laughs> well, but I was telling you it was A lot, a lot could happen that. in 10. You see, you seen the way Katie transformed in 10 years? Yeah. That, that's true. Paraland, nigga, Paraland was empty in 2007,
1: 2008. I'll say, but I, I think, man, the, the, the key to all this is us obtaining the business knowledge, the business acumen to be able to do these things. A lot of us are skilled. A lot of us are talented. Like, we got drug dealers in the hood that some of the greatest salespeople in the world. But they just don't have the business acumen to put together. Hey, I got to file these legal documents. I got to own, buy this real estate, buy this building, get this thing set up. Them same drug dealers can sell clothes or sell anything the same way that they sell those drugs and be yep. super successful. Business people. You look Earth. at some of the biggest gangsters in history. Yep. Earthen big Meech. Salesmen. Yeah, look at look at somebody like a a, a big Meech. They they selling drugs in fifteen different states and all across. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that that's that's logistics in business terms. Yep. Like, okay, we got trucking, we got delivery this way, we got we doing this right here, we we pitching deals to our plugs and de- like all of that is can be translated to business. <laughs> For real. You know what I'm saying? But but again, we don't we don't have the, the information. We don't have the knowledge. And it's and it's out there, but we just won't go get it. Won't go obtain it. You know what I'm saying? Just like I when y'all was talking, I was I was thinking about um Ray Kroc. If if y'all are not familiar with Ray Kroc, he's the owner of McDonald's. Mm. Um and if you notice, his name is not McDonald's. No McDonald's is not in his right. name at all. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a movie called The Founder that I want y'all to go watch. Everybody listening if y'all haven't. And it tells the story about how McDonald's was created. And Ray Kroc had nothing to do with the original uh, creation of it. There was two brothers. The McDonald's brothers created a McDonald's because they was great at cooking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, making burgers and different things like that. And it was their idea. It's like, man, let's serve this food in the shortest time that we possibly can. Da, da, da. So they they put together the whole infrastructure. Mm-hmm. But Ray Kroc had the business mind. So what he did was he came in. and uh,
2: Every motherfucking corner.
1: Yeah. But but which is why he say like people think McDonald's is a restaurant. We're not. We're a real estate company. Hmm. And it's because he owns the land. Like he he's like if you look at some McDonald's on every corner, mm-hmm. McDonald's yeah. owns that land on the corner. So even if it's other restaurants there, they paying McDonald's for that mm. as, to to be on on that corner to be on that block. And that's how his mind came because he had the business as real mind to come do it. So we looking at McDonald's on every corner. McDonald's owns every corner that you see. A McDonald's is on, and these is in these is in middle of downtown and high value hop. You know what I'm saying? Places. This land is very expensive. It's always on the corner too. So for somebody to build something on that corner, we need some of that. Yep.
3: White white guy.
1: White guy. Damn. Ray Croc. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a mm-hmm. movie called The Founder again that goes into bad detail. I was just stumbling across it one night. I was like, damn. I always one. Let me see how McDonald's was made. And I was like, damn. Like, he literally came in and took it from under them because they didn't have the business acumen. He said, look, man, I'm just going to pay y'all uh, a couple, 50 million, 100 million, whatever. And y'all just, you know, go go ahead and do y'all thing. But I, I own the land that y'all restaurant is on anyway. You know what I'm saying? So that that's how he took them over. Like, they had their restaurant, but they didn't own the land. He came in and bought the land underneath it.
2: Yep. Mm.
1: And it's like, okay, now y'all are my employees now yep. And then I'm, okay, I'm about to spread this thing to all over the country Well, I mean all over the world it's, All over the world it's But but yeah, so he's the he's the owner of it But again, yeah. I, I say that to say Like we are very talented as a culture As mm-hmm. far as black people Absolutely We need to find a way to monetize it And once we do that The pendulum is going to shift drastically But until we do, we're going to keep having the same issues that we, that we have Far as
2: the limited resources But good question man Shout out to Chauncey And we can't Can't be afraid to work together That's yes, one fact. of the major issues fact. Right there Fact now, I don't want to elaborate Too much on that But mm-hmm. that's definitely One of the biggest issues Because our egos and or, and or People just have Terrible attitudes Right Like Again Ask for help Yeah like, Y'all can go in together Break something down Boom! You got that. Now you can move on to something else. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's a lot easier to move a couch with two people than versus one. Mm. So let that marinate on your spirit.
1: Yeah, that's the. I, th- I think we're going to go into a little further detail on that. That's that's Damn. actually a hell of a hell of a topic. We can save it for a later episode. But yeah, matter of fact, Patreon, I'm gonna write that down.
3: We are gonna say that for the yeah,
1: Patreon. Yeah, for the Patreon, man. Um, next one is from Jay, Patreon member. Alright, he said, What's up, crew? It's your boy again. Appreciate y'all advice. Thank I you. took smooth advice and been on a mission ever since. So I haven't been taking anyone serious Been sending them to the gulag as soon as they get uh, out of hand or fuck up <laughs> after I smash, of course. <laughs> <operations>. <laughs> uh he said I also took everyone else's advice and I've been better at myself, leveling up. So I started a new job Monday, making 34 an hour. So okay. life's been pretty good. Okay. Say my question is this I haven't really dated since I was 19 and entered that quote unquote relationship. I'm 23 now. And wanted to know What are some red flags I should look for uh, When I decide to actually Start dating What are some big ones And what are some subtle ones I should look for That most men Don't really notice Or have no clue about That really tells you About a woman Put me on game for real Or any tips Y'all would tell A uh, little brother or cousin That'll really help him out uh, Tips that a lot of people Don't know Appreciate the time Y'all keep running This podcast shit out here Oh and O was right Them spirits, energies Do transfer When fucking a girl For damn real damn me <laughs> Okay, so his question is, uh, you know, what what are some tips far as red flags that he should look for? Some blatant ones and some subtle ones. Uh,
3: I mean, you just seen social media go into a frenzy. Like they listed out a bunch of red flags. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you know, what I'm saying just 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 to be funny. But you know, what I'm saying anything that was like, oh, you know, he j- he's just my brother. Like, you know, that's a red flag. But I mean, if we being serious. I mean, you got to look look at, it, you know, look at the woman's hustle. Uh. You know and see how see how she moves. Is is she, you know, yeah. is serious about her money. See if she's serious about growth. You know what I'm saying? If she's working somewhere and she's she's just complacent with where she is, you know, uh. maybe that's not the woman for you cuz obviously you you you're upgrading, you know what I'm saying? You're leveling up. You, you say you are about to start a new job. Congratulations on that, by the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you you need a woman with a a, a mind that's like yours. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would say that I would say another red flag is a woman who always in some drama. You know what I'm saying generally a woman that's always in some drama is probably the the center of it mm-hmm. you know, and the cause of it, and she might be complaining to you about you know problems or you know uh, that she's having or Problems with her friends, and she running with the wrong crowd. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you, you want to you watch out for
2: things like that. Sometimes she may not be the center of it. She just want to be in it. Mm. <laughs> Which may be worse. That's, yeah, yeah. That may be worse. And everybody shit, all her friends, she in all their drama. Damn. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I, I
1: would say one for me is just, uh, like, how well do y'all communicate when things are bad? I think that's something that we don't that's really look a major, at. That's major you know what I'm saying? Like, when we, when we date these chicks, like, we got a lot of things on our, on our list of quote-unquote demands, right? And, like, communication isn't very high on it. And I feel like that's why we run into the issues that we run into. We got looks. We got I one woman that's making her own money. I want a woman that got her own. I want a woman that do this, do that, do this. But we don't really factor in the communication. Like, she may be, the sex may be amazing. She may be pretty. She may have her own everything. But her communication is terrible. Like, you can't come and talk to her and give her constructive criticism. Or you can't voice your concerns when things go wrong In a relationship without her taking it personally And you know lashing out at you Rather than just listening to what you're saying And mm. you know y'all working together To kind of fix it as a team I feel like that's something that's that's subtle That a lot of men overlook And that's arguably the most important aspect of a relationship
3: It's like It's crazy, it's crazy you say that Because I was like uh, I, think I, was, I think I was talking to O when I was saying this But uh, I was like when it comes to me, like dating somebody, like dating a woman, I was like, uh, you know, it, it generally takes me some time to really just like fully commit to it. But because mm-hmm. I was like, I want to see her in the different seasons, right? You know what I'm saying? I was like, I want to see what it's like when you're high, and I want to see what it's like when you're low. Because mm-hmm. to me, I'm gonna try to work through it all. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I want to see, you know, if if we can have a good communication. You know what I'm saying. When you're down bad, or if I'm down bad, and I want to see if you're still going to be there, or you know, I, I I have to see that because that'll let me know who you are, who you really are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and what you're going to do going forward. So I was like, it's it's crazy you say that. That's something that's I, to me that's something that's big. Like you gotta you gotta see what the communication is like with the woman when everything is bad.
2: I know that life has its ups and downs If I fall, would you wait on me?
3: Would you wait on me? I've been
2: dealing with so much fake love I swear this shit's starting to weigh on me
3: Starting to weigh on me
2: I know they love me everywhere I go. That's why I gotta keep that thing on me. <laughs> that thing on I know that me. life has its ups and downs. If I fall, would you wait on me? Hey, hey. that's a real shit. On, that's a real shit. Uh, I would say my one of my most important things. Uh, I would say a red flag if she's inconsiderate. Mm-hmm. That would be one of my biggest things. Definitely. Um, because I really pay attention to that. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm having a bad day and you can feel it through the phone, like as soon as I answer the phone, you like, damn, you okay? Like, baby, mm-hmm. you're, Like ones that can notice it like that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's that's key because you you paying attention to my my body movements, my eyebrows. Like you really like are honing in on me as a person. Right. And not just we just having a conversation on the phone. Um, that'll be one of my biggest things because that's that's key. Cause I mean like all of them saying, even like what Ray was just saying, like if I'm if I'm down like I need to know that you got me. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like I need to be able to trust that you got me. And if she's not like that early, she's not really for you. Right. Like yes. I, I've I've always felt that. Like yes, it takes time to really care about somebody deeply and love them, and you know what I'm saying, fall in love with them, all that stuff. But being considerate, that's just I feel like that's just a common decency, especially if we dating. Right. Like the moment you say I'm, you know, want to be exclusive like i'm I'm riding with you now, where we go from here, that's one thing, but like if I'm in the car and something happened you know what I'm saying we we pull over and somebody trying to gonna trying to get out with us and fight like we fighting that's what it is like I'm in the war with you like right then and there right, so yeah if she ain't consider it, she got to go
3: another red flag is that she bad with money
2: yeah. mm. she bad with money
3: because uh you know somebody who's bad with money is it, if you start to deal with them, you get into a relationship with them their problems is gonna become your problems.
2: Facts. You know, women love to shop. They love. They just. They spend money on bro. They spend money on anything. It's if they have time and money in the bank, it's gonna be spent.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> so you you want to you want to know somebody who knows how to. If they if if they can you know if they spend money you want to know that they know how to spend money if they you know especially if they frugal with it hey that's even better right uh-huh. you know what I'm saying but you want to you want to know what you, not necessarily their what they're spending it on But they're spending habits Right. You know what I'm saying If You know You know she can eat at home And she always eating out every day Or is she She always asking you for $40 You know what I'm saying Like you, you start to see that as a habit You like alright You know what I'm saying Sometimes I need $40 <laughs> You know I what think, I'm saying I Like think, how can I ask you If you always need it
2: I think every couple Should go through this test Something like you got a hundred dollars, two weeks. See, make, you it make it stretch, stretch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gas too. Damn. <laughs> 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 well, maybe not now. Gas a little too high yeah, now. Yeah, you gonna pay maybe, fifty at the tank, especially you play it preview. But uh, but yeah, I, I think that's that's the test right there. What can you do? How much can you maximize? X amount of money. Three hundred. I think that'll be a dope little project. Three Three hundred weeks. Yeah, because
1: that's that's two fillers. And then two hundred for everything. Yeah, three hundred. I think it's a good matter of fact. I think I'm I'm, I'm gonna try that. Yes, i know mean, I know I can. <laughs> you know what I mean? We come from ramen noodles and you know, wish sandwiches. Hey, well, I'm you well I what a wish a sandwich is? A, is? a wish? Yeah, you wish you had
2: a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> come on, but call them air, sandwiches. air <laughs> sandwiches.
1: I wish I had some meat to put on. <laughs> Shout out to bro, man. Man, y'all gotta watch Martin, man. If y'all ain't know, but hey, we call them
2: air sandwiches, boy. Put some, yeah, shit. Like a bag nine cent bag of beans, mm-hmm. <laughs> nigga. That's three days, yes, four sir. days right there. They don't know about that. Man, that's too much game.
1: Um, uh, just another thing before we leave that topic, man. I think something else that's overlooked is like, like what can you learn from her? Uh. A lot of us mm-hmm. out here dating women that don't really bring, value, like, true value to our lives. Like, they're going to give us sex. They may cook, whatever the case may be. But when you come home and look at your girl or your wife or whatever the situation may be, you don't want to see a dependent. You don't want to see somebody that, okay, I have to take care of. The The goal is for you to come home and see a partner like like somebody that I can build with, somebody that I can learn from. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to having this conversation because she's going to give me a different perspective. mm mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But instead of a woman that just bows or bends to whatever it is that you say. Mm -hmm. Um, So what can you learn from her? Like, what type of real value is this woman bringing to your life? I feel like that's something that we need to pay a bit more attention to. Um, Also, how good of a mother would she be? Mm, That's key. Because, again, if y'all are in a serious relationship, kids gonna come down the line. A lot of us out here getting chicks pregnant because, okay, yeah, she cool to date, you know, whatever. Just because a woman's cool to date. And have sex with and do things like that does not mean that she's going to make a great mother. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, you know, a great baby mother. If something else goes left. If the relationship ends, whatever the case may be. Now you're dealing with somebody that's a whole demon. Making it hard for you to see your kid. Like using your kid as a pawn against you. everything like that. Like you need to map that out and, and see like what type of mindset she has. How good of a mother would she be? If we so happen to get pregnant Those two things I feel like should be added to that list
3: And and just to be funny Is she got a mattress on the ground With no
1: back spring <laughs> That's <a red> <laughs> No headboard No headboard Damn. I mean I just moved Girl you been in there nine months <laughs> <laughs> Just moved in But uh, alright man we are gonna uh, move on to the next one Hell of a question This next one is from Tia It's a Patreon member Shout out to Tia Shout out to Tia Tia be showing love on uh, YouTube Man she always she be on she be on other platforms showing us love on eight platforms too.
2: That's what's up.
1: Yeah, Tia Big Tia a real one. Uh, she say hello, crew season. Thanks for uh, keeping it real regarding my last question. I needed to hear the tough love. I cut off all ties with my ex Cuddy buddy. I can be honest and admit that I was tripping. Otis, I hear you. I need to adopt an abundance mindset instead of a scarcity mindset. Uh, I appreciate the content. Keep up the great work. You're Damn, she didn't even ask a
2: question. Man. You got hey, Otis, I, You go, Otis. Which I love Get y'all, Giving man. guidance to people. I love my women. I'm telling you, the hoes still hoes, but I love the women. <laughs> you know I gotta mention the hoes. I love the hoes too. They be on his ass about that too. I Ain't gonna lie. Hoes are fun. All right, man. Just can't marry him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. The next one is from Ali. Patreon member. Yeah, Ali. Say what's up, crew. It's Ali, no anonymous shit. And I want to clarify from the last part question I had, and I got a question, and it's quick this time, I promise. <laughs> no, it ain't. <laughs> no, it ain't. See, I'm looking at it. Tell no. Uh, for one, I wasn't shooting out of my league. Uh, I snipe what I know I can hit. Why try a half court shot when it's mid range jumper hitting nothing but net like Kobe? Mm. And old oh, girl, I had the dress code convo with was someone I dubbed from back in the uh, gap on my sleeve shit. Saying she hit me randomly on my ground when I was posting me going on dates with people, minding my business. And she slid up and asked me, like, how come we never tried to get serious? And I told her straight up, you dress hella thotty. And I'm not cool with that. Yeah, we smashed back in the day, but because of how you carry yourself, we would never work. But my question is this. Y'all spoke about being vulnerable with your partner, girl, wife. And that took years to accomplish. And some men still struggle with it. But what about being vulnerable and showing vulnerability to your children? Don't get me wrong. I don't expect no grown man to break down and cry in front of their sons or daughters, but they need to see what other emotions look like besides happiness and anger outside of the strong statue, uh, to look up to and lean on past generation. Man was stone cold. They didn't really say, I love you. Didn't express themselves, et cetera. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, to be a little personal, I can count on my hand for my stepdad and biological father. How many times they said, I love you or expressed themselves, uh, that may not be seen in a mask in a way. And, uh, Still have almost all 10 fingers left. Uh, Growing up, uh, if a girl never sees what a man's emotions look like, how can she handle them from her partner when he's frustrated or disturbed? And for a boy, if he doesn't see his father or a man expressing himself outside of happiness or anger, how will he contest himself uh, to his partner in the future? Always, y'all stay dangerous. Much love from your favorite baby cubs.
2: Appreciate
1: that. Hell of a question, So he says, essentially, how important is showing emotion and being vulnerable to your kids? And what way should you go about doing so?
3: I I
2: would just shit. I mean, if you know how to do it, it's just leading by example. I feel. Uh-huh. I mean, that's my that's just my leadership style. Like I don't have no kids, but I got two nephews and I got some little cousins and stuff. And so every single time I'm with them, even when I'm playing with them, it's it's not. Only when they're leaving out the door, but like I tell them, I love you. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I make sure, like, look at me. I'm looking you in your eyes and I'm telling you, I love you. I'm going to give you a hug. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm going to show that affection because a lot of kids, they don't get that. And I, you know what I'm saying? If something were to ever happen to me, I always want my nephews and just family in general just to know I cared about them. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I said what I need to say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm definitely showing my nephews, you know what I'm saying, love. I, I got it. I'm trying to think of Pop said it. He ain't said that much, but he said it and he, but he also showed it in other He's, ways. Yeah, he 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 was definitely more of a, yeah. I,
3: I feel like he was more of a shower. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was more of a
2: shower. Um she my stepdaddy don't. We just talk shit. It's just like a it's like an understanding type but, of love time. But
3: that's his way of showing love. Right. Love. Mm-hmm. And we
2: and we know that. We know that. Because he it's like just goofy shit. Let's go get some let's go get some liquor. Like let Let's, and, go, and you know let's like, go get some let's go barbecue and then we get Two hundred and fifty dollars worth of food I was just about for three that. people.
3: Like <laughs> I was just about to say that because he he he'll he'll talk shit with us. Like why y'all here? What y'all doing here? Cheat she mine. Y'all can't see y'all mama right now. <laughs> and then right after that, Alright so I'm gonna go grab all this meat. We gonna we gonna buy all this and we gonna barbecue and we gonna eat good. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying like that's that's how we know. Like you know what I'm saying that's at least that's how he shows mm-hmm. love to us. Mm-hmm. Like he he loves. He won't say it, but he loves to just re- genuinely like just show out. You know, what I'm saying he he know we coming in. He wanna he wanna make sure everybody eat good. He wanna make sure everybody belly fed. Like he's just like, oh, I know the boys coming in time. We got we gotta we gotta get this. We gotta get this. Like I know the boys coming.
2: After he just told us to leave. After he just told us to leave. <laughs> y'all still here? <laughs>
1: yeah, man. I think um I, I think what y'all touched on is 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 dead accurate, man. I think in terms of vulnerability, the main thing I feel like be missing. It's like a lot of parents just get their kids orders without telling them why, mm, yep. And and that's what I'm exercising with my daughter. Like she too, but I'm explaining to her like why I'm telling her to do certain things, or why I don't feel like doing, or why I'm not in a good mood right now. I feel like you know growing up, that wasn't the case. It was do it because I said so. Yep. And you know you couldn't really have much transparency mm. with your parents. It's like okay, that's my parent. Whatever they say, I got to do. That's just the understanding. But there's there's room for some transparency and I'm not saying you tell the kid all your business cuz some things right. kids don't need to know they need to stay in a child's place mm-hmm. as far as like and not as like a condescending way but I want you to be innocent in the kid as long as you possibly can cuz when you get older what's waiting on you out here mm-hmm. is
3: it's a totally exactly. different monster
1: you know what I'm saying so um again I, I think it's a communication thing um and I think once you do that then you and your kid always be on the same page so it'll be easier to be vulnerable or to express certain things because I've set a trend Going forward, just like when Ken's come up to me, Dad, uh, I want to play. I want to do this. Like kids, I'm tired, man. I just got off of work. I just worked a such and such. hour shift da, da, da. Like, and I literally talk to her like she's an adult. <laughs> but that's why she's that's why she is sharp as she is. But uh, but yeah. So just explaining the the why and not having to feel like I think and, and another especially with with men, we need to like. Make sure that our kids see Superman when they see us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what we don't realize is they're going to see us as Superman regardless. Yes. We don't have to try to, like, put that image on form. Right. They look up to us crazy already. Yeah. Like, we could, you know, whoop them and tell them what she did wrong. Da da, da. Five minutes later, da-da. It's just like she's going to always see you. Your kid going to always see you as superhuman anyway. So... We, we shouldn't be as afraid to express vulnerability or show weakness in terms mm-hmm. to them because that's not going to affect the way that, that they view us. It's just going to bring us closer together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
3: I, w- I just want to say real quick, uh, shout out to
1: my brother because
3: uh, it's like, I, I probably don't tell him enough, but he's definitely an amazing father to my nephews because that is something that he does well. Like he, he communicates with his kids like every chance he gets, he mm-hmm. lets them know like, Hey, this is why you know I'm whooping you, like mm-hmm. this is why you're doing this, you know, no, you can't do that because of this, like he's very he's very vulnerable i mean he I love my brother, you know, a little sensitive, mm-hmm. but he's very vulnerable with his kids, and he he doesn't want them to he doesn't want them to i guess you know grow up like we did with the oh, you know, you can't cry, no you you know what I'm saying, he lets them know like, hey, you know. I'm doing this because I love you, and they, my nephew Nick, he's four years old. Like it, my brother would tell him, like, "Hey, you know what I'm saying? We can't do this. We can't do this." Mm-hmm. And he'll tell him, he was like, "Oh, that's okay, Daddy." Like, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he he understands. He's like, you know what I'm saying? It's cool that like you, my dad. Like I, I just want to kick it with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he he sees him
1: as as Superman. Yeah. I was Like so shout out to D. Yeah man, again shout out to the the, the good bro, fathers bro. out to there, the good man. We're yeah, yeah. We don't do nothing else on this platform. We're gonna highlight great fatherhood and you know men that are actually in their kids' lives. For real, for real. Um, okay, this will probably be the last one of the day. This is from before I play it. This is from C Rich Patreon member. Yeah, bro sent us a clip to play um, So I'm gonna play the clip If I can Pull it up real quick I don't have some technical Technical difficulties, man you know, technical Black difficult. folks, you know <laughs> Alright
0: That way you can check out his full broadcast On his channel, they have a lot of conversations If you're new, include new subscriber In your comments
4: Take on, on, on some of these issues
0: Include new subscriber and your attorney about her well, I mean, experience with marriage and divorce. Let's go ahead and get into it.
4: Okay. All right. So, what's your take on this? You know, we were talking about uh, B Flexen's. I think that's his name. I forgot his name. Flexen's uh-huh. situation. We were talking about whether there should be no fault divorce or fault divorce. We were also talking about, you know, uh, should there even be marriages today? Kind of. What's your What's your t- take on on, on on some of these issues?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, I love marriage. I've done it like, you know, a couple of few times. So, you know, that's my (laughs) thing, you know. (laughs) A couple
4: of few times.
0: And I I hate to say, you know, in my younger day, you know, I used to see it as a sport. I got married for sports. I did get married for the wrong reasons because a lot of women, they don't know how to you know, cash in on a divorce, I mean a marriage. Oh, you know, but I had go. the formula, so I did it for fun.
4: Wow. <laughs> okay, no. wait, 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 wait. okay wait, wait. What is the formula for cashing in on a marriage? You know, marriage not, doing just for fun.
0: Not cashing in per se, but you know, getting a high value man and getting them to the altar. A lot of women don't need don't know how to do that. It's- Did you catch all that? She said marriage was a sport. She would get into marriages with men as a sport. It was a
1: thoughts. What? That's a twelve minute video. I'm not about to watch this whole video, but I I got the gist of what she's saying. Says she married for sport, and there's a formula. See, pulling these high value men. See, this is this is why y'all answered my question on last episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's asking like, are people getting married for the for the look? Hell yeah,
3: that's that's the prime Like
1: that's what I was talking about. Well, and they're
3: gonna say we too broke to be. Shut up. That's what I'm talking that's about, man. Like, like she she just said that she she went through three marriages. You know what I'm saying? She said she loves getting married, but she's been married three times. Like, it, are are you are you getting married? Are you trying to create a, a you know? Uh, a long bond with somebody no. or you just love the attention you get from you know what I'm saying people you go to the altar you you see everybody like hey congratulations they throwing rice at you and that's, shit that's all they want and you feel you you feel like that's validation and love and you, oh. you end up getting you really having the the marriage and you understanding like oh i don't have what it takes or you know maybe we not right for each other y'all get a divorce and then you go back and do the same thing. Like that shit is wild to me. That shit is wild. That's that's why I take my time because I've heard it enough. You know what I'm saying? It's, marriage is is something that you got to understand. This is the the goal of marriage is to be with this one person. You know, what I'm saying for y'all to join as one and it to be that way for the rest of y'all lives. Uh-huh. So if if you don't if you don't have if you don't have a mindset or you don't have that as a goal, like, people shouldn't be getting married. Just simple as that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Play the field. Disgusting. You know, have your kids, have your have kids. Dude, but this is, why, this, this is why I asked what I, what I asked on the last episode, man. Like, that that shit is just wild to me.
2: There are women who put more work into the marriage ceremony than the actual marriage. It's a fact. And that and that shit is sad. If you took the time out and detailed things like you do to get to that day, that should translate to your marriage, right? Thanks. And that's why uh, this woman right here—and it's not all women. We're not saying it's all women. I'm not saying it's all women, but there are a lot of women who make a lot of y'all look bad. It's a good bit of women that make. Women look bad because this is what they do and we know that. They just don't say it. But we know that's what they're doing well, because they don't get penalized for it. Yeah, and yeah, that, that's one of the main things. And so that's why men are men are so hesitant to get married. Because in a lot of situations, he's the breadwinner. And even if he's not, it could be like they making roughly the same. He's still gonna lose in that situation in most cases. Yep. So it's like, why would I take that chance? When I could be single, or I could have somebody that don't mind being common law married, uh-huh. we just live together for thirty years. You file your taxes your way, I file my taxes one way. We we happy. We got kids. We like some. That's why some people are okay with that because it's too too much paperwork tied up. You know what I'm saying when you when you get into, when you get married, and then and when you get divorced. So, man, that's it's, that shit suck.
3: That take time. That take money. Like. You don't want to go through all of that. It already taken, you know, time and money just to have the relationship.
2: You know what I am saying? So you want to spend more to to separate? And then that's the that's the same woman that be on Kevin Samuels, mad talking about she want a high value man, but she didn't been married three times and why it's not working and those be the ones, forty five years old, divorced three times and still looking for love. When you cause this. You put yourself in that position You had you probably had three good men And now you didn't mess them up Now they fuck boys Now they doing a lot of women dirty More than likely Because you know how men are They don't get reckless
3: And, and, and look, look at the words she used She said cashing in Yeah Like that lets you know That she's not even looking for love She She's looking at this As a monetary value Like yep. she's looking at these men Like oh you know what I'm saying If it don't work out Alright cool But I, I get some of your money Yep bro right. On the way out I'm I'm good
1: Right. Yep. It's, it's a whole like, hustle, man.
3: Like that's that's why men are hesitant
1: as hell today, and I don't blame them. <laughs> I don't blame them, bro. That's why I thank God every day I'm retired from the game, man. <laughs> I want no parts of this, and you know, just like I told my wife, I said me and her would not have got together at that time. I would probably still be single to this day, and that's part of the reason for it. Especially when you a dude that's out here getting to some kind of bag, getting to some kind of success, and just you know, solid. Like you got to you got to you it's hard to kind of decipher like the the snakes from the women who genuinely care about you cuz some women even even if it ain't for the money it's for the look yeah. just for her to have a man you know what i'm saying so those those type of women you get in a relationship with them and she'll be seeming like the perfect woman in the courting stage, dating stage or whatever. And then you get a relationship with her, and this is the worst person in the world. Like flip a switch. Like, literally. oh, I don't care. I got you now. Like whatever. I'm just gonna be lazy. I ain't giving no effort into this. You the man, take care of me. Like it's a lot of that. Literally. Not giving up no ass, not yeah, it's she inconsiderate. Don't give a damn if you ate today or not. Like yeah. and then not and then once y'all are married and say you go out there and cheat because she's doing these things, now she gets to quote unquote cash in in alimony. So it's like it it's 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 a cold game out here, bro, and that's why we preach on this on this platform to vet these women and demand some kind of value from her. Don't just be with a chick cause she cool and she pretty and you know, sex good. Ain't enough. Nah, bro. Like how much does she genuinely care about you? Care about things that she doesn't necessarily benefit from yep. about you. That's how you that's how we know what, what real love is. Mm-hmm. Like, how invested is is she in things about you that she doesn't directly benefit from? And if you can't answer that, or you're struggling to answer that, you're not with the right person. Not with the right one. So, um, yeah, again, man, shout out well to C. Said, Rich, well man. Well said. Uh, on that note, we're going to get up out of here. Y'all boy. shout out to our social medias and things of that nature.
3: It is I so well. Now, let me stop. <laughs> but, <come on. laughs> they don't uh, know about that. They don't know about that. They don't know about that. Uh, It's me, Red. Uh, at Sowell The Don On IG uh, Y'all boys Check out the S5 podcast
2: Thanks uh, Sowell Underscore Fitness All platforms um, well, Shout out to That boy Victor He a Patreon member Shout out to That boy Victor He put me on With Like it's like a One of his uh, I guess you say Like a father figure Type You know what I'm saying He put me on To a client And uh, he's been Doing great When we first Started working out He was on Oxygen could barely really do too much workouts from the chair. So we was doing workouts from the chair, 30 minutes and shit. Now he up and moving. Like we doing exercises, him standing up. He, he don't like some of it. Mm -hmm. It's challenging, but shit, he up nine before he couldn't even do that. So without oxygen. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Victor. Put me on that play. Um, yeah, S Y podcast, y'all know what it is. Uh, shout out to Kenny
1: and Smooth,
3: Kenny. Yeah, SMUT underscore
2: K T underscore Goodrich Make sure y'all follow them boys.
1: Yeah, man, a uh, hell of an episode again, red as always. always.
2: As always, always you know love. You
3: said sometimes you got to call in the reserve. Yeah, I'm gonna come in here. Oh,
2: Did dang. I, <laughs> Jordan Poole? Okay. Ah. Oh, <laughs> Don't disrespect don't me. Jordan Poole put up thirty-two of over tonight. I'm just saying.
1: And then put up seven the next night. <laughs> See, that's the issue. Don't, don't disrespect me. Shit. All right. But uh, but yeah, no, nah, <laughs> shout out shout out to Red for filling in, man. The the boys should be back next week. Yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna take this one on my shoulders because I had I'm I'm going out of town. I'm going to Cancun tomorrow. So that kind of put a little jam on our original date that we were supposed to shoot on. So, you know, the boys couldn't make it. But again, man, the, the game the full game should be back together next week. Um Battle of the Sexes. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh it was it was it was a hell of a night, man. It was a hell of a night. Interesting. And I can't wait for y'all to see it. Um we going to announce a release date sometime soon, but I'm not even looking at the footage or nothing until I get back from Cancun. Straight up. And then Straight we gonna
3: start. Up, boy, you know, go enjoy down. yourself, man. Exactly. But uh take your time off. This this that time right exactly. here, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Well deserved. Well deserved. I appreciate it. All working, you know what I'm saying? Take that time, boy, you know what I'm saying? Feel relief, you relax away from stress free.
2: Mm-hmm. Enjoy that. Make sure pay swipe her card too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the wild shit is, is, is I, I can't even let her because this this is a birthday trip so I gotta you know what I mean but
3: she uh still, she still gotta swipe it like one time
1: but uh but yeah man y'all y'all know where to find me man D trill AC everywhere um crew season make sure y'all follow all of the pages man shout out to our Patreon members first and foremost. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, hell of an episode, man. We're going to get up out of here. We're going to play a record off that new Don Kennedy album. If you have not heard it yet, go check it out. Uh, see, what you want to play off of me personally? I want to I wanna play Starback for me. But, that mm, that sounds really cool.
2: Got oh, something Quentin on. Miller was live, too. but It don't matter. That's my favorite one on there.
1: Well, yeah, we're going to play Don't Walk Away uh, featuring Quentin Miller, man. Again, appreciate everybody for checking in. It's love always. See y'all always. next week.
2: Shout out YouTube. TikTok, all y'all too. We know we love oh. y'all too.
1: Facts. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> oh, see, so y'all, you
2: be messing the song. Use the air, see? Need <laughs> a break. You stay pressed, but.
4: Yeah. hey. None of you niggas is who you say. You like to play, I'm all Ronnie 2K. They gon' rate me 99 either way, they see me with HB and that nigga down K. I don't fuck with you like Shantae. I'ma still do it Ariana Grande. Might go across seas with the raps. If I say it on beats, then it happen. All you do is make your mouth do the Pac-Man. Meanwhile, I'm in the field like a tight end. Bag in the left, right, do the Heisman. All oh, you hating ass bitches talking sideways, me and mine gon' be just fine. I'm real clutch when it's crunch time. Fuck it up for me one time, daytime, California sunshine. (laughs) Don't walk away. Don't walk away. Yeah. no extras. Another year and they still playing catch-up. 23 and red and black, you a heckler. Steve Kerr at best, pay respect, son. Sometime I drive to the beach for a smoke break. Both Impala's been sitting, can't get away. And you know I keep a thing full of big faces. Hundred dollar tip for the bottle waitress. Got my first dance at the roller rink. Couldn't live without my ghetto boys tape. I got songs with Chucky in the Hall of Fame. Ice in my teeth like I'm Johnny Day. Mike's Deli once a week, tell me who you blame me, and you. I'm with here at the blue flame. Just know an LA nigga gotta do his thing. Yeah, so don't walk away. Don't walk away. Yeah, double lock, double lock, double lock, double lock,
2: double lock, double lock. Double up, double up, double up,
0: other people's money.